the thirteenth floor. floor. The thirteenth floor. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the thirteenth floor, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am your moderator, B. Jones, and I got the squad with me today. First up, my man, back in the saddle, Jay Dace, our beloved intern. What's happening? Oh, what's going on, man? It's good to be back. Missed you guys. Missed the people. Hope that y'all miss me. And uh, let's make it happen, man. Let's make it happen. Hashtag try for 52. Hey, Faison, I'm coming your way, man. Get that old Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was two weeks ago, bro. Leave that. Leave it in, it's in the past, bro. It's done. The Super Bowl will last forever. Until <laughs> there's another championship. I want to ride this out for the wheels pop. <laughs> putting a um, <clears throat> statue of the eagle next to uh, Rocky. On that would be too much. <laughs> like, not yet. They, they need to take that doggone Rocky statue down. To put, uh, an eagle all Rocky's shoulder. Rocky is an American icon, man. Yeah, Rocky deserves you no. Know, what he got, he got a spot. I mean, he's at the old stadium, the Spectrum, which no one even goes to anymore. But they moved him right, I think, somewhere else. But yeah, it's. I am going to enjoy this championship of the world as I throw quotes in the air because they only play in London, but that's cool. <laughs> so, uh, yes, this is great. I'm going to enjoy it. But it's great to be here. Looking forward to this. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. And on to the worst team in the NFL, Mike D. What's happening? I'm on that 16 baby. <laughs> no, I was at the parade front center. Let's go. <laughs> go Browns. Who y'all taking first round pick? Who y'all taking? Who y'all taking? Uh, who cares? It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we talking about. He adjusted his expectations. Ain't that right, Coach K? Yes, sir. Adjust your expectations. <laughs> and last but not least, we got Mr. Fresh 3000s with the Derby on. What's happening, bro? You know, we are out here cryptotic. All that good stuff, excited as usual. Are you ready to get it? Because we are. Shalom. I'm ready to get it, man. It's Black Panther week. I'm excited. Y'all got your tickets? Uh, yes, I got my tickets. I got an outfit for Nandi to wear on Black Panther Friday. I got my shirt to wear. What? I got a special, is it special new, uh, stuff, just right? a Black Breaking Panther stuff. shirt? Got hey. a new little, little set. Why do you act like you guys had to go buy stuff? You you feel me? That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, yeah, what is the outfit? Knowing, knowing you guys already have multiple print. House of Tail all through the house they phase on. Yeah, listen, I, I, I needed him to have an outfit that he fit properly. It's been passed down to Renze. So Nandi now has a new outfit that he can wear. Even though his, his class is, I would say, 75% Indian. And they have no idea those kids. I will be the proudest dad walking in there on Black Panther Friday saying, Here you go, buddy. So that was more for me and for the fact that I went. What, what, what is the outfit though? Is it like. It's a full, complete, like pants, long shirt, Black Panther on the front. Like, and he's in his straight warrior wear. Can, can you send me one as well? I'm sure I'll be able to fit it too. We gotta get that on the on the, on the Facebook page, man. We gotta yes. get that on the Facebook page. We need the pics. I gotta get the the wife. <laughs> but I, I, <laughs> if you hey, said yes, you got I really, it. I really wanted to go see it Thursday night, but I couldn't pull that off. So we're going. Thirty showing. We're going nine. 
nine o'clock in the morning on Friday. Is nice. it BJ going Thursday? Nice. I think BJ said he going Thursday. I know I'm going Friday, uh, and I'm probably going. Well, if I can get tickets, I'm gonna go back again Saturday. Take the uh, take the father-in-law and maybe Nia, depending on how how uh, uh, bad the violence and such is, the action and everything. But yeah, too bad. It's it's PG. I know it's PG thirteen. PG? So yeah, it's not R. Yeah, it's thirteen. I think. Oh, I, I didn't know. I mean, up to last week, the rating wasn't out yet. So. Oh, I just, I just assumed that that, that Marvel version is usually PG-13. They don't go to the R section of it. Um, yeah, the only one R is Deadpool. Fox, the Fox, all the Fox movies go R. So yeah. Deadpool, when they even do the merger, they probably keep that whole dark that dark Marvel side R, which makes yeah. sense. Deadpool is never going to be PG-13. I was going to say, you cannot <laughs> make that PG-13. It will lose Deadpool, all Deadpool, Punisher, Daredevil shouldn't be. All these guys are straight killers, and they can't make them friendly. <laughs> Daredevil? Yeah, that, yes. My bad. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I thought you were the junior. Yeah, I thought you. You saw the lean forward. You saw the lean forward. <laughs> <laughs> that way. He's like, I thought you were the junior comic book guy. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, man. But as excited as I am about the movie, um, that soundtrack, though, I know a few of us got an opportunity to listen to it. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I think Kendrick, you know, he missed the mark with that one. Um, I, 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 I tried. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I know Curl jumped out there, out there on the ledge. First listen, I listened to it once, and I listened to it a couple more times this weekend. And I felt like he was going for Jay, what Jay Z did with American Gangster, and fell well short of that, mm. man, for several reasons. First of all, he's on too many doggone songs. Um, Good point. I was thinking of trying. I was trying to think of an album that was specific to that one. So I was talking to Fresh before about Waiting to Exhale and Boomerang soundtracks, how they were like iconic and they would be ever be played. But I couldn't think of a, like a grab album. And American Gangster is literally that was a perfect album for that movie. It's perfect. Yeah, I think um, that's what he was going for, man. Especially with the executive producer credits. Um, but. A lot of the dissonance around the album, like Carol pointed out, it being an opportunity to showcase a lot of great things as far as the mm-hmm. culture is concerned. There's at least three songs that should just that just shouldn't have made the album. Yes. And then like everything, the creativity is there. But again, I don't know why he's on every song and they didn't do what they needed to do as far as showcasing, I guess, the... They got a couple South African artists on there, but um, it's, it's, it's just not as powerful as it should be to go alongside the movie and everything. At all. At all. And, and, and like I was trying to say, I think they missed an opportunity because we just... Look at look at how broad and how how comprehensive and how far the movie's going to spread, right? So you have this introduction to this fictitious black country. However, it is the most rich country and there's all the tradition. And even if you look at the premiere, look at the, the red carpet premiere that t- they turned into a purple, purple, carpet, purple right. carpet, right? And everybody was all dressed up in royalty. And now we got another soundtrack coming out there with same old, same old bitches and niggas and all types of stuff. I mean, like, people are taking their kids to the movie and everything. You you can't let them listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, man, and it's like, yeah. what, 
it was a selfish attempt. I, I feel like at the end of the day, I, I know what he was trying to do with it, um, especially being his first uh, leap out there into the executive producing thing. I think for uh, for him, um, but I feel like he had to. He has to have learned a lot of lessons from this, especially uh, he getting a lot of backlash. I saw from the um, All the Stars video and some of the artwork that we use in there is supposedly been taken from some other artists, um, and it was an exact copy i believe of the african delights i think that they had on uh on africa if you've seen the video but just just that in itself is like why are you why would you steal something or why are you even in a position where somebody can even claim that you know what i'm saying like everything should be just clean perfectly put together so that it just it it, it achieves such great success and, and hits on those high expectations I'm gonna play devil's advocate. A, well, A, I haven't heard the 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 soundtrack. However, I think it's wrong until you have the opportunity to see the soundtrack and play with the movie and understand potentially what his motivation was for the songs that were on there. I, I do, you know, from the outside looking in, think it is kind of odd to um have yourself featured so heavily across um, a soundtrack album because I definitely cannot think of except for, you know, like the Ray soundtrack and Jamie Foxx is all over it, but it's because he's singing Ray. Like, you know what I mean? Where it would be a valid point for that. But at the same time, I feel that it's, um, you know, my favorite. It's the double-edged sword. That one, one, one piece does feel sword, like liquid swords. <laughs> oh, one side of me does feel that uh, there was an opportunity missed to create this impactful and powerful uh, moment through the soundtrack. However, I also, uh, as initially stated, until I see it in completeness with the visuals that it's supposed to represent, I think it's unjust just to go off of, oh man, this man said nigga on the record 20 times, so it automatically is destroying like if the scene and what's going on is is involving and depicting and can you know be that street almost in a sense appeal it might be valid in in and it was you know a a, a real attempt to connect with the look here man scene. you gotta I, listen to I, it i think i think that they're saying when you go see the movie and <laughs> killmonger tries to come in they ain't gonna say what's this nigga doing here Kendrick Lamar. It's bigger than the movie. You know what I mean? Like the the message and the power that they could have displayed in the soundtrack, it it went beyond the movie. You know what I mean? Because after at the at the end of the day, the movie credits are gonna roll, and we still have to live on. So there's something that we could have took on with us. It's that's the vibe I'm getting from Carol and Brett. But it, do you think without have, having heard the soundtrack, right? Is there any way that you think that he may have had to compromise? No. Like so, maybe he wanted to go that direction. That direction. No. I tried I to. I tried to play that position because, like you, fresh starting. Well, you playing devil's advocate now. I tried to do that for my first like two or three listens because I'm, there's a couple songs like King's Dead. As of now, I don't feel like it should have been on the album. It's a great standalone song, but I can't figure out a scene that that's gonna m- m- match. And then it ain't. All of the song, I think. Uh, I think J Rock is on that, but Future's part, Future's verse on that, and I'm a huge Future friend. That's my boy, but I got to side with Phazon on this one. 
he don't have no place on that on that song or really on the album with what he brought to the table. And it's like two other songs. I think it's a West Coast for him to be passed. <laughs> it's a it's a West Coast group on there, and it's like it's 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 one more song on there. Um, but you gotta kind of listen to it, uh, and then I guess formulate your opinion to see if it kind of still holds true. Because I tried that. Like, there's a couple of songs. Okay, yeah, I can see if there's a club scene or some type of social scene in Wakanda or whatever. The way the beats and the drums and everything is going, like, yeah, that might fit. But to your question, Jay, um, it is a commercial product at the end of the day. So I tried to have that stance as well. Um, TDE, Interscope, Aftermath, whoever is all the record labels involved, they're only going to give them so much leeway, right? But you had enough leeway to put yourself on 12 or 14 songs, I believe it is. So creatively speaking, I think he had a lot of room. And I think he was trying to do a lot as far as putting certain artists and certain people and certain songs out there, um, which is okay. I mean, he had that space to do it. But as we said earlier, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, you kind of missed one opportunity to take advantage of something else. And that's why I feel like the selfishness kind of came into play. And the only other piece of work that I could compare it to is something like American Gangster, which was probably one of Jay-Z's best albums versus this Kendrick, this uh, Black Panther album for Kendrick and I can't really say the same. Yeah. Uh, point of information, JC's best album is Kingdom Come. What? kid. <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone hates that album. I actually enjoyed it, but everyone hates that album. There's a lot of combo references in the album, and it made me laugh, and I enjoyed it. I mean, I guess, yeah, for the content perspective, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. No, gotta throw a wrench in there sometimes. You know, keep the keep the energy keep the energy level. That was like throwing a live grenade. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, <laughs> shooting lime juice in everybody's eye. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But uh, keeping along with the black superheroes, man. Um, you know, we've been continuing to support and watch Black Lightning, and there's a particular scene from I think either the second or the third episode that. I want to get you guys' opinion on um, as fathers and Jay soon to be one of these days after, you know, him and Kristen, you know, get get it all official or whatever. But they have a scene in there, man, where they go through the talk or whatever with his 16 or 17-year-old daughter, whoever, however old she is. And it was hilarious to me because it was very liberal and she was very mature about it I would I guess I could kind of say but it was something that you almost would I don't think you would ever see as a parent but as a parent I think it's possibly something that you would want to have your child do but I guess I'll get you guys take in a second but to frame to put it in a frame daughter comes in talking to mom and dad before dinner comes and she's like well I wish my sister was here because I had something I wanted to run past you guys I think I'm ready to have sex mom and dad jaw just event just drops and that's the end of that scene so they bring it back at the dinner table and she basically is laying out to them all right i have this guy this is my boyfriend this is the day i want to do it this is the time i'm going to do it i'll be back home by this time but this is how it's going to work out and mom and dad are trying to throw everything they kind of can at her dad is not as responsive as he probably should be but they're talking about, oh, we think you should, you know, make sure this is somebody that you love and be with forever or whatever. So she asked them, oh, so you guys, the first time you did it, y'all were, that was it. So you've only been with each other. And they just, again, 
Jaws drop, no response. So that's when she comes back and says, okay, well, I guess, you know, this is what's going to happen. I'll be home after such and such, but it's a hotel, after school, blase, blase. Basically lays it out on the line. <clears throat> and parents just left it at that. The right? disrespect, though. Is it disrespectful? <laughs> well, no. See, well, everybody can't talk at the same time. Jay, you jumped out there. No kids. Is it disrespectful? Go. I would say, yeah, only because, I mean, I think that I, I, I definitely would want my children to be able to talk to me about anything. But in a manner, I think it's not, not so much what she said, but how she did it. You know, like, hey, this is about to happen, and I'm telling you exactly how it's going down. And then for you to challenge me and say, well, did you do it that way? Like, no, I may have not, but that doesn't mean the way I did it was right. And that doesn't mean that you should follow in those footsteps. You know what I mean? Oh. So I, I think that, I think there's a little bit of disrespect. It was like a little bit of boldness. Like I'm grown, I can do what I want to do. That's I, just the vibe I got. I, 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 I don't feel it. that way just because a, uh, first off, I don't, I don't, I, look, I have a daughter and I, I dread <laughs> the, the thought of- How old is Taylor? Um, this conversation she's 12 okay so i dread the thought of this conversation and it'll definitely be aki who is the one who's going to uh, <laughs> you know, have to fully participate to however one our children in these the, the 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 their generation is growing in a lot just like we were a lot faster paced than our parents as far as by age, they are a lot faster paced than us. And they are a lot more aware and have a lot more access mm -hmm. to everything in, in to be able to get, you know, their own peek into stuff. Now, I am not an advocate of trying to lie to your kids and try to tell the false stories of, you know, hey, you get with your husband or your wife and that's the only person that you're ever gonna be with. But I do think that you need to, of course, let them be aware of the dangers in the you know potential like yes there is of course some you know fun within within sex but however there is especially at a young age a lot of opportunity for you know um things that you do not want to happen physically and mentally to you to have happened and so it's more about making smart decisions along that line however stepping back to her i think in knowing her character in the in the story the mm. way that she's that type of direct and their their family has that they raised that way yep yeah where it's more in the lines of she wasn't being disrespectful she was like i've i've taken the time to think about this digest it mm -hmm. and really i think that this is like like i think i'm ready mentally i know it's a big step but i really think that i'm there and i'm the fact that she was telling them instead of just going and doing it was actually showing respect. That's my thing. The fact no, that you actually, that it wasn't an after fact or afterthought. It was, hey, I think like what you want an intelligent adult to do. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. These are the steps that I got to this process. And this is why I think I'm going to do it. I'm willing to listen to any rebuttal you have. But it better be strong because I'm pretty much no, and that makes sense. And I think you have to, you have to, you know, the context in it. Without having seen the the show, mm -hmm. um, you do have like the different relationships. So if you yeah. have that relationship with your family or with your child, then by all means, you know what I mean. But uh, and like it just goes to context. It definitely goes to the, I, the relationships. I I know I'm an uh, exception, not rule parent, because I know I prefer to have uh, while I'm not crazy and off the chain you know 
um, with my daughter. I definitely prefer to have that type of, if she feels that she is that grown and I would prefer to have an open conversation like that than to find out three months later she's pregnant. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Right. Uh, as the father of a 17 year old daughter, as well as a 14 year old daughter, uh, I agree with Fresh. So ever since uh, I say Des was born and Yasmin, ultimately Michael on the reverse end, we've had these conversations. If you like a boy, talk to daddy. Um, but I think in that, I've done my best as a father to be a model for whoever is coming along. He's going to have to be on his game in order for her to even have those type of thoughts. And those type of thoughts will come with that conversation over, I'm ready. This is how it's going down. This is how we're planning it. This is what I'm thinking about. And this is the reasons why I'm ready in order to take that step. Um, that's happened with boyfriends. That's happened with just even people that you like. Um, it hasn't quite gotten to the, you know, I'm not all into like who you texting and who you emailing and all the other stuff. But those have conversations that we've had day one down the points for the booty game and the what game is and who's going to say what. It's truly been a whole entire conversation over what he's going to say, what he really means about what he says, right. and what goes all into it. So you know how to decipher it to where you're not caught off guard about anything. Um, and that's just been a relationship that I had with both of them, even on the other end, having that with Michael in terms of how he needs to act, how you need to approach a female, how you need to have conversations and what you need to do. It's been open and honest. So I haven't seen it to know kind of what her context was and how she came. Um, but one part you said about dad not speaking up, mm -mm, dad speak up. And that's the thing, man. Um, that was the biggest problem I had with the scene. It didn't have anything to do with her, even though she was bold, but I felt like the way she communicated it was very articulate, intelligent. She showed herself to be a young woman, but the parents didn't have the right responses. So when Fresh pointed out the maturity level, the emotional things that go along with this, the possibilities of diseases or pregnancy, things like that, they didn't show that conversation on screen and they didn't even allude to that being the conversation. So, you know, I thought that was a big misstep that they had with that particular scene. But again, it was still inter interesting enough to see how liberal an approach was taken. Realize you are, um, you have to be the greatest actor with your children and don't um, allow your facial shock wind up deterring them from wanting to communicate with you about stuff you 100%. have to learn how to poker face when they come at you with something crazy or a real situation it's about being able to show them that you're there in a um, non-judging environment and that you are there to help them through anything and not um, ever putting them in the space of them feeling like oh man you know, the, my parents are going to wild out or they're going to, you know what I mean? Like you want them to feel like even when they messed up that they still like, I need to talk to you about it in order to, you know, get it out there, understand where I messed up. And so I don't mess up again. We all mess up in life, but it's about as a parent, you were there to help them grow and be better members of society. Mm -hmm. well, that's been the biggest thing. I mean, destiny went through all of her high school career and basically ain't had a boyfriend. 
Like she spent most of her time with basketball. If not, she at work. She spent her time in her book. She like, you know, they're not that important that I'm willing to sacrifice what I need to focus on to follow behind some dude. Whereas Yasmin ain't even made it to high school yet. She already come home talking about, hey, I'm getting phone numbers. Like, hey, hold on now. Chill that out. Like, what you mean you're getting phone numbers? I don't know what to do. Like, she get all blustered. But that's her personality. So she got to get parent in a completely different yep. way. We're going to sit back, Coach K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we giving you the, the floor. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the scene I feel like the mom silenced the dad because he was probably gonna go too far with his response you had to you seen it probably in his face happened. and then look I probably would have done what he did you know what I mean he he went and saw the boy the next day in school he's like hey, <laughs> you ever had athlete's foot yeah so you risk giving that to my daughter like mm. it's totally blew the dude's mind like I could pass that on to her yeah you give her fungus <laughs> that whole scene was hilarious man. that's me like I would totally be in the kid's head I mean you have to you have to right like he wow. like, like, like even if they got to the moment like I guarantee you he's gonna have erectile dysfunction cause <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in his brain and he won't even I, don't, I can't get hard I'm sorry so here's a stipulation: I must meet him first. So whenever you have boyfriend or anybody, you have to bring him to where I see oh, him physically. It will definitely be a bad boy scene in my house. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I was trying to get there, but oh, that's and, the, the, um, the other thing is, is in this show, she is definitely the aggressor. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she being the wife. No, the daughter. No, the, the daughter, daughter. The youngest daughter. The, daughter, is the like, youngest daughter. She she's the aggressor okay. in, in the in the in the couple. She's the one who's gonna break away from the family and become a villain. So she pretty much told him, <laughs> Hey, we, we we gonna do this. Uh, yeah. Raspisha. Yeah. I mean and this is the same girl. No, no, definitely not Raspisha. This is the same girl that, that uh last week we were talking about, she was up on the the roof right outside her bedroom window oh, smoking. Right. It's, it's crazy how liberal that household is, man. And then the like, week before that, she was drunk at school. Yeah. Oh, so, really? I don't know that the parents know. Her daddy's the, the principal of it. Man, she didn't know one. about the smoking or the drinking yet. I don't think that they they are keen on that. That's yeah. the, that's the pastor. I still don't understand how you have the front, the your room faces the front of the house like out into the public street. And you go sit on the fucking roof and just like the dude. Like they have to know. I don't know. I just kind of assumed that's that. the what because, you doing out there. When you look at when you look at that, so obviously marijuana isn't in the same stigma across the nation as it used to be. But when you look at that, and granted, yeah, she way too young to be doing that in my house on my roof or whatever. But would you like how, how do you kind of go about it because uh you know if she does it behind your back or you know out in the streets or whatever versus in the home look uh, i am um i am definitely uh 
more accepting of marijuana than alcohol, especially at a young age. By no means is it like uh, I'm about to be, you know, rolling J's with my daughter by any means. But I would, if you feel Mm -hmm. that you are, um, it's just like with the sex. If you're real, I want to, I want to be able to have enough of an open forum that if that's really what you feel, okay, then let's go ahead and and experience it so that you understand. I would prefer that I know what you're doing. That if if that if you can actually handle it and that you're not wilding out and that it isn't you know creating some type of issue. It's just like you want to drink. I'm gonna get you pissed drunk. And you probably never want to you probably never want to drink again, but I would prefer to do it in a controlled environment where it's right. like, okay, yeah, you can get messed up, yeah, you throw up, it sucks, right? It's crazy. This is what happens when you get the same thing, you know, how each person accepts, you know, each thing, but I'd rather have an open forum. You won't even know she was drinking. <laughs> so I, so I, again, as the father of a 17-year-old daughter <laughs> who is on her way to freshman year in college, that has been a conversation that my wife had had for the last year. And I have said, before she leaves out of here, she needs to get drunk. I need to know whether she's a sleeper, whether she take her clothes off, whether she's crazy, whether she cry. I need to know that before I put her on a campus. Yep. And I need her to know her limit. I need to know whether she. Yeah. I need to know all that. Did your wife say that? That's that's how your daddy and I got together. I drank some oil. since. <laughs> 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 well, I would say she knows the importance because I told her not to drink the oil. I specifically uh, made it a point. Don't get anything from anybody except for me. I don't care who it is. You you want something to drink? I get it for you. I will go. And that's the same thing. I've had to it's tell it's nothing wrong with the oil, man. It's designed to make you run smooth. So, so are you gonna make her some oil, Mike? Uh, no, we going we going straight vodka first, and then she had to get the oil on her own. That is quite interesting because I. I, the reason why I didn't drink until I was 21 was because I saw so much drinking and saw the but fights, that's saw the arguments. When you are, any that. family that I've seen, when they hide it and try to act like they're the, the, the biggest, you know, oh, we don't do any of that stuff and it's so wrong, their kids are 10 years old drinking and smoking in the back of the house and nobody <laughs> knows. Hey, 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 syndrome or there are some people who, who, who can handle it, but there are also some people that, man, if you if you don't know what's going on, it can ruin your life that when you experience and understand grown things are for grown people, all right, I need to wait until I'm grown to be able to make that decision. Kids get that. They see that. They understand that. When you try to hide it and act like it's this, oh no, we never. And they're like, I want to what? What is move? On? I want to see what that is. Hey, Faison, did you say that you saw the arguments and how people would get when they drank? Oh yeah, yeah. uncles and cousins. Yeah. Oh, that's because those gangsters in your family was drinking MD twenty twenty and Thunderbird <laughs> and all that stuff. Wild, Wild Irish. Irish. Yeah. All right, two yeah. two questions. Two questions. One, uh, what is oil? Mm, gotta have it. It's Next time we all meet up, it is I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> Don't ever drink it. Mm, bring your pillow. I got you, bro. I promise it's the, it's gonna be some of the best drink you well, ever had. Yeah, you gonna sure. be a well-oiled machine. Right. Make sure you bring I promise you, bro. Make sure, make sure you bring your ladle to get everything out the bottom. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have the fruit make sure, and everything. Make man. sure like, you um you write down 
all your um like your name, <laughs> your social security Every number, write all know. that down on the index card and just keep it on your person. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh sec- second question, is there a I almost take uh, dog tags made before you <laughs> <laughs> Is there a uh too open? Uh, like like Mike and Fresh seem to be on the open forum with their children. So like, is it is there a point where there's there's a steps out of parent child to like friend friend? Because I've I've heard stories to where you don't want to be a friend look, to your child. Nah, you you want to be a parent. You, you, look, that has nothing to do with being open. You still I want to know everything, and I'm I'm willing to. But that doesn't stop me from just because. I'm okay with marijuana use and and I don't see like it being like the the virus of America doesn't mean that I expect my 10 year old daughter to just walk in the house smoking a J like in front of my dad or something crazy. You know what I mean? Like just because it's an open forum, I still understand I'm the parent and she's the child, you know, that that in being aware that doesn't create a space of that. There are parents who get that confused and that's where they uh, mess up is in wanting to have that open forum. They get into that buddy, buddy friend zone. And you have to, at the end of the day, you are the parent. You are still creating a new member of society. And you should always be trying to think of it as, even though I'm, I'm the, the, the general of this army, I still got to make these amazing soldiers. And I still want them to, to love and respect me and feel like, you know, we can go to war together, but I still need to know that if I get taken down, they're going to be able to to hit the, the, the battle zone just as good and, and actually better than me. Like, mm-hmm. that's the purpose of me is making her better than I am. And, and yep. the the things, the the non-book related things, the, the life lessons, the just like in general, how to treat people type essences. <laughs> I mean and it goes both ways in terms of the openness as much as I want you to come to me and have a conversation about things that you think about I'm gonna have the same conversation with you when you effing up like it ain't yep. you, know, you need to think through this that was stupid so this is what you need to do like we've gotten to a point now where they're old enough that they understand what cussing means yeah. so when it really needs to get down to it hey you might get cussed out I, so. I, I cussed my daughter out last night because she didn't clean the bathroom properly but look she was cussed out and understood and my daughter is unlike most kids who are 10 she does her 12 she doesn't cuss she's not a um um you know like like she isn't she isn't that type of kid so like if i cuss at her she she takes it she internalizes it like oh lord it's real now everything but at the same time i want her to I want those to be moments. I, I don't want to have to cuss you out about the bathroom ever again. So maybe if I cuss you out one good time, every time that you want to go and cheat the bathroom, you're going to be like, oh, I don't want that cussing out again. Let me just go ahead and finish it. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I mean, on, yeah, like on this Black Panther soundtrack while I clean the bathroom. Yasmin is cutthroat. Like, Yasmin will cut you in a minute and won't even think about it and walk away. And at some point in time, you got to tell her, like, like, mama. like, right, like, Dub, you need to stop acting like a bitch. Like, you're not going to have no friends. <laughs> more open to people, more open to their ideas. It's, that's your brother. Like, you got one brother, and you left that dude on the bus with his stuff and just walked away like you ain't <laughs> him at all. Stuff. Right, and her response was, it's not my responsibility to carry his stuff. Whoa! That's your brother. That's your brother. Really? 
Like, yeah. if that was reversed and she got to think about it, you got to check them. You can't just let things go, but her. Oh, in case you actually listen to this as you commute back and forth to work, I, I love you. Oh, she know. She know. She didn't tell me I need to stop calling her that. Tell her, like, she need to stop acting like it then. Yeah, I just don't want Vaughn to cut me because I said she must be like. Hey, does that, does that still fly? I didn't call you. I didn't call you and I said you was acting like one. Is that, does that still fly with one? Uh, it depends well, on who talking to your daughter. Yeah, dude. Like if I say that, they <laughs> saying it to his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if could you pull that with on? Like, hell no, man. <laughs> you know what her job is? I will. I will be disappeared in a minute. Say, hey, hey, hey did y'all notice how Mike started whispering? Volume <laughs> <laughs> just happens. What y'all get right there? <laughs> I'm about to say I, it wasn't even me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I be disappeared, man. I ain't we ain't crazy. You know the boundaries. Like I made those three. I didn't make her. Yeah, they facts, facts. So there you go, Jay. I mean, it's a line that you got to tote, man. The communication has to be there as a parent, um, but you still gotta be the parent. Like your word mm-hmm. does have to be law at at some point. Or you end up <laughs> with the wild and crazy kids, man. Uh, I forget what that uh, that video used to be, man. It was way back in like the '90s or early Bebe's. 2000s. No, nah, not Bebe's kids. Uh, it was like a, it was basically like a Mardi Gras type video where you had the, the girls are going crazy and doing all this crazy shit when they go off to college or whatever. You know, when you give them too much freedom, freedom. Girls, the girls going wild. Girls going wild. That's what it is. Yeah. Or give you too much freedom. Like, uh, old boy from Dr. Phil smacking his mom's. Man, that dude would have got a. How do you like it, <laughs> bro? Mac Moms? I what? wish. Mm. Man, mm. you know if I had slapped my mom, like I wouldn't even just the cock back like that. My dad would have came flying <laughs> yeah, like off screen somewhere. <laughs> moms, moms wouldn't have to do anything. Like siblings, cousins would have came. Yeah, yeah, it had been over. That's yeah, funny. That's really funny because right now, the Nambi's in his playing stage and he's just wild now as a little kid. First thing I did was right, right by his hands, like, don't you ever hit you your. You have to. Yep. Like, what? Yep. Uh uh-huh. Now say yep. sorry. And like, that was it. And he was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I remember my dad and mom used to play the, uh, they used to play the Yo Mama game. So my mom and dad would always go back and forth with each other, like, in Alaska um, Airport, there's a big wildebeest that's in the uh, in the airport, you know, stuff. And so, you know, walking by, my mom, hey, what's that over there? My dad, what, 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 your mama? You know, so that was the game that they would always play. One day, I decided I was going to step into the game. <laughs> funny. Oh, hi. Look at the wildebeest. That's your mama. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever talk about any of your grandparents such a way. I do remember that day. You gotta oh, do it, man. man. You can't even think. I couldn't even think about that. I remember one time, man, I tried to like stand tall to my mom and it was like playing the open chess game. Bow! Mm-hmm. Like to knock the wind. I remember when my brother got out of me, bro. in the chest by my dad for the first time. Like the first time, like I saw like in my face, my dad just give my brother just a quick just Look, mm. I watched my brother fold like groceries. This brother who has like torn me down to pieces on numerous occasions. I'm like, he fold.
folded him like groceries. <laughs> it was like he just oh. Man. See, CJ, that's why we, we was talking about it a while ago, man. You can't let them win, bro. Because if you do, it's oh, you talking about like that, that getting dunked on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, bro, I told y'all the worst die. thing that ever happened to me is that I had a grandmother that had a photographic memory, and she loved boxing. She loved Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah. So yeah, I remember one day, I, w- I just went to talk back. I got jabbed twice and hooked. <laughs> what? And I was about to fall out. Grab me. <laughs> <laughs> stood over, stood over him like, went ahead. Don't you ever do nothing like that again, boy. I'll take you out. I will take you out. Pretty much. So we talked about it from the the, the daughter perspective, though. But does that conversation change a, a little bit, if at all, if it's it's the male? No, nah, I'd even get more even more graphic with him. Yes, I did not. I I if I if I made it as long as I did to find my wife and have my child, I do not want him to come home telling me that he mistakenly got somebody yeah, pregnant like that's the thing about it's uh, both like that 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 is such a heavy burden a child with a child like i do not want that for no mm-hmm. all like in in it's always so crazy how much society is based on children who are raised by children right now mm-hmm. that that's one of the biggest issues is you can't you can't teach and create a new member of society if you haven't even experienced life itself mm-hmm. and and how much um you cheat yourself by having a child so young because you don't have the experience in order to raise them correctly and really show them the way you ain't lied you ain't never lied um that's gonna be a conversation that's had like look don't go out there messing up you know and, and spreading, sowing your royal oats. <laughs> Noticed. Look at your head. Look hey. at my head. We can't deny. Some real talk. Hey, Our self love. love is okay. Our family. Here's, here's <laughs> a stack of magazines. Here's a couple websites. Like, well, what if what if she what if what if or what if he pulls what old girl did in the show? Oh, so that's what you did. Mm-mm. It ain't you even pull that with me. Yeah, it's like even a conversation where even if they asked, the, I was the, forty when you were born, right? But even for me, it's like it's the openness of me telling you that I'm trying to give you everything that I know now before you get to my age. So even if you ask if I did it, that has no relevance to what the hell you yeah, know. Like, like I've done I'm a whole telling, bunch look, of stuff. I'm not trying to be a dictator in my house, mm-hmm. and, and no, of course I, 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 you know, I've I've enjoyed it with with a few various people. However, I also have had times when I was scared to death that, that <laughs> there was going to be a real issue. Scared ain't no joke, man. It totally negated no every no ounce of excitement I had in that moment <laughs> with with the, the repercussions or potential repercussions that came out. My grandmother used to tell me that five minutes of nastiness keeps you a <laughs> lifetime of problems. Right. And he, and you gave any blessed to never have any type of STD, but I can only imagine the terror. Mm. Of, uh, <laughs> please, man, I don't. Hey, play with fire if you want to, but let me tell you, to get burnt, 
And you getting the whole conversation over like, man, you can have it, but then you got to deal with the phone call and you got this. You trying to break up with it and you got this and that and all that, man. You don't need all them drama. kid STD oh. pictures. Show them all of them. I'm going to scare the hell out of them. Yep. And all of that good yes, stuff. Sir, you scared the hell out of them. Clap it up. Show them that idiot. Did it work like happen? So that was going to be my good. next question because like, I, I, don't, I don't ever remember having this conversation like formally with my father or my mother and are you I, the oldest child i am um i'm the only i re- i remember my dad asking me questions about having sex and you know using condoms and things like that but nothing where it was like such open lines of communication and then my mom would like you know drop hints uh every so often here and there and then i think like at one point it just kind of became known like okay yeah he must be because of i guess he did i, I started walking around the house look at the way he i'm different when you when you do you find good like, you over there bouncing Second. I, I have steak tonight i want steak did this bro just take the chicken breast and i've always been on the chicken breast so i don't know maybe that's what it was (laughs) but yeah so i didn't have that conversation so like having it with my son first of all i think it would be a lot easier to have it with my son versus my daughter even though i would still be able to have it but having the experiences that i've had having a child out of wedlock like there's so much more i can put into that conversation so much more experience i can put into that conversation along with the scary pictures and everything that I can kind of give him to help deter him from, you know, enjoying the sins of the father. You know what I'm saying? So, and I was going to ask you guys, if you did have that conversation, what did it look like? It started. I mean, you got to get over the whole icky and the uncomfortable feeling. You just got to get into it. Use whatever language you need to use. to get He's asking if you had that conversation. No, I'm talking about. He ain't asking about you saying it to your daughter. He's asking if you have that. You had that conversation with your parent because I, I, no, I more, my brother was more my um, teacher in that realm. I don't remember that conversation with, but I had an older brother. Mm-hmm. And so it was more like, that's because your dad's like, <laughs> <laughs> your dad was celebrating. Boomerang. Facebook posts and everything. You coordinating over there. Right, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> you know them Adams boys. You know, we like to play that thing. We should have all been plumbers. Don't disappoint me, son. I'm the same with Fresh. Lay it down. Like my brother was ten years older than me, and we shared the room. So I mean, it gets a workout gloves on. Like, hey man, you get on that bed, you shut your mouth. You don't say nothing. nothing. And I'm in the room while he with girls. Like, man, what the hell is that? Don't put your thing thing in her mouth. At the same time, we walking through, we walking through the mall, and like I see situations where it's the girl, like, hey, you know, you don't remember me? Oh, you don't want to talk to me now? Nah, you was talking. So that whole thing of understanding how you can get caught in public, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that, you know, that scarred me to a point where it's like, hey, if she ain't nobody that I want to be walking up on me in the mall, no, I don't know you. <laughs> I, I guess as a as the only child. Um, my mom and dad didn't have it. They, I think my mom knew. My dad wasn't there, but my stepdad um, gave me the talk and was like, "Here, here's some condoms. You know, you go out there and be safe." Uh, you know, I had. He told me he had kids out of wedlock. Um, you know, this is what you want. You're better than this. And he told me that the steps to make sure that things were going right um, and doing it. But you know, 
it, yeah, it, the conversation isn't what it is now. It was very like a couple, couple words here, a couple words there, and then a look. Hey, boy. Huh? Uh, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Put it in the pot? Okay. I yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have it. Okay. The internet wasn't like, hey, you couldn't pull up pictures. Right. You couldn't do all the stuff you can do now. Like before, it was kind of like, you didn't have it in your advantage. Now you can actually sit down. Oh, with man. Them. Now you got to have that Me Too conversation with them and everything because, you yeah, know, it's, like, yeah, that's different. That's it's totally different. Totally yeah. different landscape now. 16 is now, it's like the crazy part is that, like, you know, before 18 was age and it was 16, then it was 14, like 14 is down to 10. It's like, you got like the fence saying, listen, you don't rush. Don't follow your friends doing it. That's cool. You don't got to do that. Like, it's, it's just a different conversation. You got to hold with them because there's just so much that's just out there in their face now. It's so public. Everything's there. There's yeah. no more, it's no more taboo. Everything like, is accessible and everything that you try to. Oh man, if you smoke cigarettes, your head will blow up. That's what <laughs> All of a sudden, they, you know, can go right online. And what do you mean? I just search on Google, and there's eight people smoking. And then, then, then that you have to. That's what it's created. Such a you have to be open like that now, and you have to be willing to have the conversation and the complete conversation. But it's it's healthier that way. Mm-hmm. Don't even need Playboy magazine. Just wait for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue to come out. Or the um, naked Playboy. There's so many websites that are on phones now. <laughs> I remember my joint was Fredericks to Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's Hollywood. to the point. It's it, look. It's so wide open now that Playboy doesn't even have naked people in the, in Playboy right. anymore. Right. I remember my mom told me that she was gonna give me Playboy for the articles. Like, okay. <laughs> Thank you, mom. Can you make a double subscription? The gold issue. Yeah. So I got another question. VHS DVDs. We're finding old VHSs. Go ahead. Sorry. Hey, before you ask your question, I just want you to know we probably are going to get an R rating on this particular podcast episode. Oh, yeah. I got to make sure I put that uh, that E with the red box around it on this one. Man, so the, the, the content uh, is labeled correctly. Um, Mature audiences only. Damn, I lost it. No. So. NSFW. Hmm? Huh? Another bomb dropped on the 13th floor. Um, nah, so when you are uh, talking to your <laughs> talking to your son <laughs> nowadays, knowing that kind of how well I can say it for myself, how we kind of grew up in sex and everything, how do you guide him? Is it to go sow your royal oats, not spread your seed, but have your fun, or is it you know? St- stick to someone you may have like true feelings for you know respectability things of that nature that's Uh, tough you gotta open it for anybody and and doesn't mean that you need to go and be loose and and sleep with a thousand people but i i mean it's just like uh my thoughts on marriage you can't marry anybody you haven't um you know live with slept with and and understand them you know fully in and out and it's the same thing in life. You can't expect that, you know, it, it might be the first person that you experience is the one, but there's also the opportunity that, you know, the first person you experience is an experience. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. It's about your journey being intelligent and smart in a journey and not you doing things based off of <clears throat> excuse me, what's popular or what somebody else is trying to force you to do or what, you know, trying to meet somebody else um, else's expectations. And so I, I, I don't think that there is, um, and I think it's mainly, mainly because of me, myself, I don't know many people who have been on this one person journey, you know, and, and even the people who have, um, 
who have had more than you know their fair share it's still about the the, the journey and, and you know everything's an experience but it's about doing it intelligently and not just going i don't want you to go out there and be a wild person but at the same time i totally understand like especially once you do experience it you know there's an opportunity that you're like man this is crazy this is amazing but you still have to be intelligent <laughs> with how you move forward but there's nothing wrong with with it at the end of the day there's nothing wrong with it but do it intelligently it's a part of the conversation you're taking a level so as soon as they come home and say they like somebody they're like oh, are you having sex like no nah, that's what fresh said about you know work your facial expressions <laughs> just because i'm dating somebody don't mean that i'm even thinking that yeah and don't so, push them yeah you right, can't don't put it in their head just all all right, y'all sudden, cool. you do that that move right there <laughs> Cat we got at the bottom left. <laughs> their, their head is jumping immediately to, oh, is that what a relationship is? That's what I'm supposed to do? I have to do that in here? Instead of just, there are so many kids who are in relate boyfriend, girlfriend, and they just boyfriend and girlfriend because they say right. they are, but they don't talk on the phone, they don't kiss, they don't hold hands, they don't do nothing because they don't know. When you start putting pieces into a relate that this is what a relationship is supposed to be then all of a sudden their head starts going to that space don't let your adultness get in the kids way just like fresh said they could just nope. meet at the locker third period nope. my boyfriend and we and exchange pencils that's it get your uh one of the greatest things i ever heard was stop <laughs> just asking your kids how their day was ask them because nine times out of ten, great, great. You know what I mean? It was good. Ask them why it was good. Ask them what about it. Like, get into specifics and get them into having dialogue and being able to articulate themselves and say why they like stuff and what's going on. Because it, it that's what life is about. You don't want to have this, the same thing that your parents used to get on you. I don't hear the water in your head moving around. Say something. <laughs> this is the real stuff that goes on. You have to get your children to be able to articulate and, and, and say what they want, understand how to describe things that they like. It's going to help them out in life. And to that point, like we had that conversation about Yasmin getting the phone number and we continue to talk about it. So days go by, weeks go by to the point where I'm like, okay, well, this guy is always around you. She's like, yeah, okay, well, he's outside of a recess with you. Yeah, okay, well, wait a minute. Like, who's he with? She's like, me and all of my friends. Well, are your friends girls? Yeah, how many? Like, it's about nine or ten of us. Okay, he's the only boy hanging out with nine or ten girls. Yeah, does he play with any other boys? No. Okay, well, does he do anything else with any other boys? No, Michael. Does he play with anybody that we says? Nah, he always hanging around with the girls. Now we having a completely different conversation yep. over boy. Yes, me, yep. maybe this boy is not necessarily. your friend. Like, yeah, he your friend. Does he, does he walk funny? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he like, to, he like to do the double dutch instead of the football time? Now talk yeah, to me. Right. <laughs> does, does wrong with it? I just want to know now. We just need to know. We need to get this thing out on the table. And so now it got to the point that by the time we were done after three weeks, we realized that he wasn't a threat. So the yeah. conversation came. Friend. <laughs> no friend he was friend. oh that's my friend friend yep. she said daddy you don't have to worry about him okay i i say i said i said, I said come shopping with us a double dutch because uh 
it's funny that the story of Double Dutch thing going from Double Dutch going to play basketball and basketball to football, football to video games, back to Double Dutch because your block only had girls on it. It made me laugh because my block was all girls and I can Double Dutch the hell out of a rope. But then I can I can lay down something or catch some, run some football and tracks and, and yeah. video games. It was funny that, that it was just like, hey. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm double Dutch. I'm going to talk, Jack. You know what I mean? I'm double Dutch. Hold on a sec. Five, five older sisters, man. And that's where our girls was at, so, you know, it kind of played up. This is true. See, but you realize that as a, yeah, I could do this in order to have a conversation. So after you play double Dutch, you try to go watch movies. Like, you feel me? So it's like, you know, I, I would absolutely <laughs> be using that to my advantage. That's different. That's different. Five sisters? Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you comfortable. He wasn't... <laughs> he is not a threat <laughs> And we'll leave it at that <laughs> yeah. That's it That's it <laughs> Oh man Hey Faisal man You was laughing a whole lot During that discussion man I feel like it was a lot Going on in your head That you're not sharing With the people bro Well yes No there was a lot going on But that's it's, That's gonna be a whole Another podcast um, We got time I think we got like what Like 10-15 minutes left On this thing We got so much to do With you know, with, with the yeah. crypto corner And then we gotta throw In the you know, art corner You see but, how he trying to, He running from the no, people, no, right? running from people. All I can say is that I, I will I will probably At some point Tell uh, both my sons that freshman year is the experiment mm-hmm. um, because it's an experiment now. Okay, freshman are we talking year? about Roman experiments? Or are we talking about like what are we talking about experiments? No, no, no. I mean, just like in just going out there. I mean, from my experience, and, and they asked me, I'll tell them the truth. But freshman year was, I mean, you're thinking about a double single, and that's 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 pretty much the experience of a freshman year you can get. That's <laughs> so, it. What he's trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is his freshman year of college, he had a double single room. So a room that was supposed to have two students occupying it, it only had one student occupying, and that was a six-foot-plus-tall Arthur (laughs) Fesson all up in the room. So he let you know there was juice on the walls by the end of freshman year. (laughs) Wow. So I was just right. I was just thinking... It made me laugh hearing hearing what Fresh was saying and kind of just going back through, through high school and through you know college and I was just like thinking like yeah when when I had that talk with um with the kids it's it's gonna be it's gonna have to be filtered at some point until they're old enough to understand the filter. I, I can't I can't give them the true story at twelve sixteen and give them some true story eighteen and give me more I can't give them the the eighteen year old art story at twelve. I, I can make an animal. I they start, yeah, they start Sad. getting single digits. To five, six. When you go to kindergarten, we have this conversation. what did you? What did you do? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, like what? Man, art was a whore. All right, you know. What I mean? like, he said oh. that, man, that man had. He was the only only room I knew with a security officer at the door. <laughs> it was like a club. <laughs> Always on. You got to go back and listen to his uh his bio cast, bro. Like art was a whore. All right, you know what I'm saying? Like every, wow. every, 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 every letter of the word, man. Like, I, and I, it wasn't even intentional. But like, yeah, you could tell he had a very good time his, his time. But I will, I will say, guys that have had daughters first are completely different than guys that have had sons first. 
So when you had that girl, you see that girl that start playing back in your mind, all the stuff. That's that exactly did. why I'm stopping at two. <laughs> I know. Oh man, that's awesome. I have to give to her. Yes. And to her, oh yeah, she would she would be like like you said. Your girls are bulletproof, Dad. She would be like, yeah. The, that, Let me that, see what that text said, girl. Let me see what that, man, this fool playing. <laughs> man. From day one, that was one of the first things I heard. Hey, you know what's going to happen to her, right? What? Mm-hmm. She going to oh. get, oh, man. <laughs> that was a couple hours after she was born, and it started from right there. Like, we going to get her right. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna be treating my daughter like that. I don't know. Today. <laughs> oh, man. She ain't about to be in my no, baby. Back in my no baby. car seat. Mm-mm. She ain't about to be calling her. She ain't, she ain't booty call. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's the stuff I don't even I don't even entertain that type of stuff. I just want her to be as informed. Mm-hmm. As many it's scary now too, man. Like it's different. That's hey. possible. So let me ask I don't you. think it's that different. All I right. really don't. So let me ask you a question, Mr. Moderator. Since you said you didn't want to deal with it, are you going to take the phone call in the middle of the night when she said, Daddy, I need you to come get me because we did and he left and I'm here in the middle of the street? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, So I'm not saying that I'm not going to... Oh, God. Like I said, I want to equip my daughter <laughs> to, to handle you know, herself in these types of situations. Um, it's just the, the thoughts. So you're talking about back seats and, you know... The, the, mm-hmm. That's where we was at. If you know, no, I don't. I, hopefully, I will have equipped her with enough to make it through, you know, high school and college without with enough respect for herself, and you know, she could do, you know, have fun, whatever. But like to make good decisions that will not hurt her personally or whatever. And hopefully, I don't get that phone call in the middle of the night because somebody gonna have to die. And I don't matter. I'm probably gonna hit everybody. Hey, I done already figured out who I'm calling. <laughs> take for him to get to. I'm like, Carol, I don't like, know how to shoot, so I'm gonna just kill everybody. <laughs> everybody <laughs> got to die. Grenade, and we just gonna holler back. <laughs> Can you be real quiet? I'm gonna let guys sort them out. <laughs> hey, hey, Carol, you been real is, uh, quiet. What you call it? This is this is the warning shot right here. They can't. I, I said it. What's today? February twelfth. 2018. This is the Valentine, right here. Valentine. Listen, man, let me tell y'all something. You talking about me real quiet? I, I came home one day and I ain't know what a diaper rash looked like. <laughs> 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 and I saw the diaper rash and I was like, what in the hell? What? Telling you, I was about 20 seconds away from doing something crazy. <laughs> it's about to go down. The phone, the phone rang, and I was just like, hey, this is what's going on. Blah, blah. This sounds like a diaper rash. Send me a picture. Hold on. <laughs> That's a diaper rash. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got watching my son? I ain't with all of this. <laughs> we good. We good. We good. Oh, man, hold on, hold on. I got to click over. Yo, never mind, dog. We ain't got to do it. Yeah, baby. So what you were saying? Phase <laughs> up, man. We about to wrap this thing up, man. So we coming to you for the uh, Arts Corner, man. What you got? Yes, sir. Today, um, never give up on anybody. Miracles can happen every day. Uh, you know, that's a great statement and mindset that it's not about those who who passed their expiration dates, but never put somebody down saying they can't do what they're going to do. 
you know, if they aren't in your crowd, move on, but don't give up on them. Let someone else carry hold the battle because you never know what can happen in a year or six months or two days from now. So never give up on anybody. Miracles can happen every day. Never Shoot. give up. Never Shoot. surrender. That one sixteen gonna turn into like two and, two and fourteen. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, we going fourteen and two according to Hart. Fourteen Ooh. and two. Never give up on anybody. Oh, Miracles can happen any day. Kirk Cousins gonna take y'all to the promised land, huh? Listen, nah, listen, listen. Uh, Foles won a Super Bowl championship. He did. He, he, he gave up on home. Well. They gave up on home when when Wentz went down, and Foles just stuck stuck with it and got better and better. Nah, never give up. As long as they don't sign Johnny Manziel. Johnny is done. <laughs> what they brought Josh Gordon back, so you know we'll see what happens. Anyway, moving right along. Crypto fresh, man. What's the bitty for us? What is going down in the crypto verse uh, this week? Well, you know, I always like to try to continue the education process of you know letting the world know that cryptocurrency is just not a digital dollar there are a lot of new businesses and opportunities being created so in staying in that realm i want to talk about two different uh tokens again i told you tokens sit on top of coins networks blah 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 but anyway two different tokens that are out here changing the way that uh people use the internet one is steam it uh steamit.com s-t-e-e-m-i-t.com but it is a social network and content rewards platform that makes the crowd the beneficiaries of attention economy what does that mean in plain english it's pretty much like a blog site uh, YouTube where you actually get paid to not just post content but also to uh, reply and to uh, provide your opinion on the content that is posted so you actually get rewarded with money and can use that money of course to do whatever you please another great token that's out there expanding the crypto verse is called current.us uh, their coin is uh, the currency token and uh, the currency token actually allows you to get paid to do all of the media streaming that you currently do. So that's your YouTube, your iTunes, uh, you know, podcast. Just like you were listening to us right now, you could be getting paid to listen to our podcast. Go ahead, take that and use it for potentially, you know, your um, subscription for your iTunes or any other of a myriad of different options that you want to use your money or tokens. But all in all, that's what's going down in the cryptoverse. This week, it's about more than digital dollars. It is stocks, not slots. We out here, crypto freezy. Holla at me. Easy, easy. Jay Days, Mr. Phenomenal. I did not forget about you, man. You ain't been on the podcast in a while. Oh, yeah, it's been a while, man. I'm going to give you an opportunity, man. Can you give us a little bit of Try for 52? Oh, yeah, time? man, no doubt. Um Man, so Try for 52 is really just, it's, it's really, it's in what it said, Try for 52, there's 52 weeks in a year, and every single week, I'm just trying to encourage people to actually try, actually try, and genuinely try, or to the full degree of try, and when uh, we look at what what it means to try, it means to pull out all the stops, it means to, you know, to move heaven and earth, it means, it really means that no excuse is acceptable, so um, a lot, I, last year, I've seen a lot of people trying for weight loss goals or, you know, trying to do these things in their lives and make life changes. And I heard this phrase, you know, oh, I'm trying, I'm trying. And then, uh, man, I just looked it up and it, it, you know, they weren't, you know, so I really want to bring that attention to people and just make it simple. Cause a lot of people think that, you know, to go after something great, 
you have to do great things. And it's really just the small steps that ultimately get there. So a small step that you can do every single day is try. So uh, that's that's what Trap 52 means, man. Uh, just every single day, find something that you need to quit doing and something that you need to try and do that every single day. So where you at with your progress? Week six. You six, six weeks in. Where you at? Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, two goals that I had uh, <laughs> last last year, uh, I was struggling with the late to work thing. It, it, it boiled my blood, man. I hated being late to work. Uh, me and Tom didn't get along like that. So I uh, this year, I had set a goal for 7.55 o'clock in. My shift starts at 8, but 7.55 o'clock in. I've been doing it faithfully. And then I got a 3.5 GPA goal. Um, and I've been doing really good on that as well. I turned in three papers last week. And y'all know I'm bang with papers. So uh, turned them in and then I'm, you know, just shooting for those, man. I'm doing pretty good. And the feedback on the videos has been great as well. So um, would you say that the feedback's been phenomenal? Phenomenal. You got real quick. What, what, what did you do? Real quickly. What did you do in order to get to work earlier? Oh, um, well, you like I just woke up earlier. Woke you just up didn't earlier. hit that snooze button. That fit. like for real, for real. I like kind of just Four honestly. Times. I just like told myself not to. I just said like, "Yo, get up." It's just, it's really just discipline, and 100%. I realized how uh, how important, how vital self discipline is to success. So um, that's really what I did. But I know that everybody can't. Not everybody has that mental, you know, I mean, power over themselves. So everybody does. And this is an argument, you know, not to cut you off, but this is an no, argument no, no. Me and my wife get in all the time because I am a, I can go to sleep at three o'clock and wake up at four. If that's mm-hmm. what I have to do, if that's, if what, that's what you, yeah. Got. Like mm-hmm. if that's what the situation calls for, like when it's time to get up, it is time to get up. And that shit sucks and, though. And, well, I'm not, a, you know what? I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a riser. Like I'm like, I'm like Carol, like, I sleep because it's like my body's like, yo, you have to yeah. sleep, but it isn't like if I got to go, I got to go. Or if it's, hey, we got to get up at four o'clock because X, Y, Z is, yeah, it sucks, but it's what you we got to do. do. Why no am doubt, I going to no dwell about it? It's like most things in life. Why sit there and dwell about them and try to negotiate with something you can't negotiate? You can't negotiate with what time you got to get up. If you got to get up and do something, get up and do it. I don't know. There it is. Try for 52. J Dace encourages, man. Uh, where are you dropping those videos again, Jay? How can we get connected with that? Uh, YouTube, uh, J at J Dace encourages. Uh, Facebook, at J Dace encourages. Instagram, at J Dace underscore encourages. Just trying to encourage the people, uh, you know, to do great things. Hey, so how do you spell J Dace? Oh, J letter D A C E. And then, like I said, Instagram underscore encourages, like the word. And then everywhere else, Jay Dace encourages. Details. Not encourages like the act. The turtle. The turtle. Turtle. Hey man, people could have been looking up J A Y. No, you're right. You're right. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And then YouTube, if you type in Trough 52, I'm probably the only one that's going to come up. So, you know what I mean? I would say you can go to YouTube and type in Trough 52 as well. Try 452. F O R, the number 52. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Get connected with the family. You got the weekly podcast from us on the 13th floor coming to you on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Spotify, wherever you're listening. You got J-Dace Encourages. You dropping them joints on Monday, right, Jay? Every Monday. Every Monday. Popping off. So get connected with the Fledgeology family. Coach K, take us home, baby. 
Um, so first of all, I just want to say I'm I'm happy to be here on this podcast. Um, <laughs> that's the first thing. We passed that, um, man. Number two, um, Jay, I just wanted to say that I want you to be transparent with the people. Um, you couldn't get to work on time. You couldn't turn in your papers. So you got engaged, you move your girl in, she wakes you up, and she writes your papers. Got uh. it. <laughs> Super facts. Yep, 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 yep. And then back to you, Brett. So, you know, no denial either. I used to have a substitute teacher that would show up in high school. And if you acted up, she would tell you to go look at a painting on the wall and don't stop looking at it until you find a family. Well, there were no people in the paintings on the wall. So I feel like that's what you do with me in these closing messages on some of these podcasts because you got to have me bring it all together in the end. And we done talked about so much stuff. Like, so now I got to try and find the common thread between all this. That's why that's you was listening all the time. That's, that's, that's who that's, you is. You're Coach K. You're the, you're the composer, baby. What are we talking about? Maestro, please. But, ping, 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 but ping. what I will do, because you put me in this situation, I will time say, time. if nobody got anything else out of this other than our R rating for this podcast, <laughs> please do understand that if you do not communicate to your children, somebody else will. So teach your children the value of communication, open communication from young, and it will not fall into the hands of somebody else. Communication is key. Give them the key early. You got the key, the key, the key. Why, why, he, why, he, make, why he do it on a whole rant when he, he already has something? You Thank knew you already had something. It's, cool, it's attention, bro. That's, what, that's all it is. It's just attention. You just mad because I gave she, the people. She does not. She does not write my papers. Yes. I wrote. I wrote my own <laughs> papers. He said my own papers. So what? <laughs> no I ain't even, ain't even far enough into the semester to have no grades yet. So I can't even really uh, yeah. hate you about the three point five yet. No, you're right. You're right. But no, I but you did turn papers. the papers in. So that's I did. The, that's that's half the battle right there. On time. On time. Turning the paper in. <laughs> that's, but that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We out of here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. The 13th floor. The 13th floor. The 13th floor.